Before we get into today's episode, we have such a very special announcement. You might remember a million, million years ago, this past spring, we did a fundraiser. And one of the things we said we were going to do if we hit a certain milestone was a live episode of To Ellen Back. And guess what? It's been a lot of time and now we're doing it. We're doing it. We're really doing it. We sure are. We're going to be recapping episode 509, Liquid Heat, live, and you can attend. Uh Yes, this is the episode with a lot of sex scenes. Yeah, you know, the power goes out, the rolling blackouts, everyone's, you you know the episode. It's a classic. It is a classic classic. episode. It's going to be great. So you can join us for this special live recording Monday, October 5th at 6 p.m. West Coast time, which is 9 p.m. on the East Coast. And then the recording of that live episode will air a week later, Monday, October 12th, as our regular episode, which means there's no new episode next week, October 5th. But you will be able to join us for our live episode. However, the event is limited to the first 250 attendees. So you should RSVP as soon as you can. If you want to come, you can find the RSVP link in our episode description and also on all of our socials. And big news, it's not going to be just us, is it, Carly? It's sure not. We've got some incredible special guests lined up. We sure do. Longtime friends of the pod. Gabby Dunn. Mal Blum. Brittany Nichols. Cerise Castle. You're not going to want to miss this. We're going to have so much fun talking about this ridiculous episode. And again, if you missed the live recording, the episode will be up as regularly scheduled October 12th in our usual feed here. Um, And we will have a transcript of that episode um, on autoshuttle.com posted on the same day. Carol will also be there. Won't you, babe? I can't fucking wait. Carol's going to come too. So you'll get to see Carol, which is like, wow. That's amazing. That's so exciting. And you know what? I I think it's going to be really great. It is. It's going to be really fun. (laughs) Maybe one of my dogs will be a surprise guest. Maybe some of our friends' dogs will be surprise guests. I think everyone should have their dogs join. We'll have to talk to them about that. We'll see if their dogs are are free. They don't have plans. Yeah. I was trying to do like a Carolyn Beans um, Celesbian wedding. Oh my God. Like I was trying to push for it, but I would love that. It's been. Carol's been pretty lukewarm on it. Wow. I hope we really get like a dog roundtable moment yeah. that's like Carol and Beans and Shiloh and Johnny and maybe Arthur if he feels like deeming us with his presence. <laughs> so once again, we are doing a live recording Monday, October live! 5th, 6 p.m. on the West Coast, 9 p.m. on the East Coast. It's on Crowdcast. You can get the information to RSVP in this episode description and also on all of our socials. And again, it is limited to the first 250 attendees. So if you think you want to do it, you should RSVP and now. If you aren't following us on Instagram at to Ellen Back, you should be. But also on autostyle.com, there will be a post about it and a link there to RSVP. Yes. So all the places you might think there would be a link, there will be a link. There will be a link. Yeah. I'll also just have one on a piece of paper at my house but that's That's just for me yeah it's just for me though it's like a little reminder like a rubber band oh i love that i do that rubber band thing sometimes that's cute yeah so anyway we are super excited and we hope to see you there we sure do okay now on to the show Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live. It's the way that we live. Hi, I am Reese. And I am Carly. 
And this is to Ellen back. back. A it's podcast. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's an auto shuttle podcast uh-huh. where we recap the L word one episode at a time. Every week we do it for the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives, which are going to be short. We're gonna, yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, we're going to run out of episodes, <laughs> but I also think we're running out of oxygen. So anyway, um, <laughs> all of our intros lately have just been depressing. I feel like if you just go through and listen to the intros from every episode of season five, they're just getting like more and more like deranged Modlin. and depressing. Yeah, very maudlin. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's upsetting. Um, hi, Reese. Hi, Carly. Great to be back together once again with you back train on the the l word uh, train mm-hmm. and we're Choo-choo. gonna continue season five the best season of the l word yeah yeah i'd say on a scale of one to ten the l word maintains a solid four yeah and i think that this season is the brightest four of them all exactly that's a really good way to describe it thank you so much yeah. i've been alone with my thoughts a lot that's incredible um recently yeah so. no i get it i totally get it um yeah. So we've got a very special guest joining us today. Oh my God, we do. Oh my God. Such a special oh guest. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> the only way this could be more exciting would be if we were all in the room together, but alas, yeah, that all, would be in the studio, exciting. aka Reese's Kitchen, which is where Reese is. Mm-hmm. I'm in my yeah, I'm in my kitchen. But you know, if we could be, all be together, it would be more excited and it would remind me of past times when we've all been together that have been very fun. But our special guest today, please welcome to the pod, Ari Mons. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Tell our listeners a little about yourself. Well, I'm in my late 20s. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I write for Autostraddle. Um, I live in Austin right now. I do identify as a lesbian. Um, And also I have cats who you might hear as much as I tried to prevent that by feeding them right before this so that hopefully they would take a nap, but (laughs) that may not happen. Well, we're thrilled to have you here to discuss this episode with us today. But first, a quick interview. What is your L word origin story? When did you first watch it? Yeah, like what was going on in your life? Somehow I watched it like when it was still on television. But like Mm -hmm. I started watching season one during season six Mm. and I'm pretty sure I was in my first year of college. So I took a gap year. Um, So I was 19, (laughs) Um, not 18 like everyone else. Um, So I was like 19 (laughs) and I had this like perfect roommate where neither of us spoke to each other and we would just like silently sit on our separate beds wearing headphones (laughs) watching television and like every once in a while like laugh and like look over and be like hey what are you watching <laughs> so it was that's what marriage is like I think yeah I mean I kind sometimes of that's it's what marriage is like I I can confirm that sometimes that is what marriage is like and it's really pleasant and it's really nice yeah it sounds it was it was great when I was 19 so you know <laughs> um but I absolutely remember like seeing the finale not quite live, but like we torrented it immediately after and <laughs> being disappointed. Yeah, it was bad. Mm-hmm. It, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah it's so one of the bad. worst hours of episode. Worst hours of episode. It's one of the worst hours of television I've ever seen in my life. A hundred percent. Correct. I, yeah. 
did you have any like favorite characters? Uh, Tasha, 100%, which is also why I picked this episode. It's very hell yeah. Oh my God. Tasha centric. Yes. That was very exciting. All of the Tasha stuff in this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. Me too. She got me really hot for women in uniform. (laughs) (laughs) My politics, unfortunately, no longer agree with that. But um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. That's been an interesting, uh, situation for us to navigate as we discuss this season of television and also last season of television indeed today's episode is 508 entitled lay down the law that's two l words in one title (laughs) double score on scattered yes um and i think it's pretty obvious why the title is what the title is this episode was written by alexandra kondracki it was directed by Leslie Libman, who is actually a big music video, a big music video director from the '80s, um, who then went on to become kind of like a prolific one-hour episodic drama director. This episode originally aired on February twenty-fourth, two thousand eight. All right, should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. That was the sound effect of a motorcycle. Go, Reese. We open on the mean streets of some place uh, <laughs> where a person in like a fetish leather outfit is like climbing up the world's tallest fire escape. So it was so tall. It was. It was. That went on for a very long time. I was like, I hope they had a stunt person doing this. It was like that movie that was like the Englishman who went up the mountain and then down the mountain. You know what I'm talking about? I do With not. Hugh Grant. <laughs> but that sounds like something Hugh Grant would be in. <laughs> oh, no. It was like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was very similar. I didn't see the film. I just remembered the title because I was like, that's a long title. Just like this is a long fire escape. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I'm already killing it. You're crushing it. Um, So this is a scene from Nikki's new action movie called Liquid Heat, (laughs) which is so funny. Just let's all just like take a moment and think about how funny that is. Because it's really funny. And the scene is that she's watching the movie with her manager and her agent. And they're like fucking delighted. Loving it. Somehow also like they're acting as the characters in the show is as bad as Nikki's acting as the character in the movie. Yes, yes exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone is like, is committed to the actual bit. And then also the, the bit that's happening on the other bit. Mm-hmm. Everyone is bad. Bad. Meta. Everyone's doing a really lot bad. of meta badness. Yes. Yeah. Nikki shoots someone with a gun. <laughs> Wild. They love this bad movie. <laughs> Um, they love it so much. They love it they love so this. much. Also, they're laughing. It's an action film. It's a serious film with guns, <laughs> with a woman taking off an outfit, and then underneath are her boobs, and then there's sex, sexual encounters in a room. Heterosexual and sexual encounters. Heterosexual sexual encounters. Yeah, in a heterosexual situation. All of that, but they're laughing like it's a, like it's a comedy, like it's a common comedy. I thought they were laughing because they were so excited about how much money they're all going to be making very soon. That's what that I was thought. how I. Yeah, that's how I read it. They were like, oh, shit, we did it. We yeah. did victory. And then they start talking about Brett Ratner. And then I kind of like checked yeah. out for a second. Um, but like they're just like, oh, man, you're going to be in all the action movies. And you're like your rates going up. It's like 12 million yeah. now. It went up in the conversation they were having. Just, it was like, <laughs> yeah, from eight to 12. Yeah, it was, Just it's like, like one of those 
Yeah, it's like one of those scenes where it's like when people think of like the gross stereotypes of like Hollywood and agents, it's exactly yeah. this scene. Was the agent the guy or the girl? Both. Mm. Yeah, she she said you're she the best. both for both sides of her personality. Mm. It was very confusing who actually is her manager, who who? manager and who actually is her agent. My gut tells me based on how they're portrayed that the woman was the manager and the man was the agent, but we don't know for sure. So the manager says, I have a call into stuff and I think we have the cover. (laughs) What does that mean? Stuff Stuff magazine. magazine. Mm. It was like a maximum. During the the lad mag boom of 2002. Yeah, it was like, Um, it was, it was like a maximum stuff. Like FHM FHM. God, remember that Halcyon era? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I feel like there are other ones. There are, but I honestly can't remember the other ones. <laughs> those are the three I remember. Anyway, honestly, Kate French, the actress who plays Nikki, has been on the cover of all of those Truly, yeah. in her underwear. So I'm so excited for her to be on the cover. <laughs> you guys can't see this at home, but Reese rolled her eyes when she said that in a way that was really, really I'm great. So, I can't wait. I'm going to buy it. You're going to get in a time machine? Yeah, I'm going to buy. I'm going to create a time machine. I've not Not to escape the current moment because I love the current moment. <laughs> But just because I want to get a copy of that fucking magazine. And then just and head right to back out. to 2020. I want the centerfold, you know? I want her like in a like kneeling in a bed in like calico underwear with her hair like kind of wavy, being mm-hmm. like, eh, like I love it when a man makes me pancakes. Or <laughs> Whatever. But I, I also love that this was like this is what some lesbians decided was a was an action movie. I know. That was you the know? best part. Like a big blockbuster film it was like a pretty like small action scene for like what uh-huh. these movies are normally just like everything's on yeah. fire and blowing up all the time yeah but so it was clearly written yeah. by lesbians because she like drives up in like fetish gear on a motorcycle gets off of <laughs> yeah. it and starts like sneaking around on a fire escape uh-huh. and you're like this is awesome is this what action <laughs> movies are they're not yeah this is not. not really what action movies are no which was very funny anyway so you would think like honestly we already got a full film <laughs> I, I've seen all I need to see. I see, but it keeps going. Yeah, it does. It just goes forever. This is like a very long cold open for it being one very brief moment. And for being honestly low-key boring. You're super boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had pulled out my Scattergories app. <laughs> um, let me go to the wilds. The wilds of Vancouver. <laughs> the wilds. <Yes. laughs> the wilds of Vancouver, where Jody and Shane are on a little bike trip together but they're going to stop on a bench and talk about life. One thing I like about this scene in this scene, they actually had Shane looking at Jody when she talked. So that was and trying to sign the few words that she knew. So mm-hmm. that was like, that was great. That was a big improvement from when in the pitch dark of night, drunk Tina was saying she didn't want to drive home. And somehow Jody looking in the opposite direction was knew that she had to get, knew what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really a nice choice. They actually seemed to shoot this scene and and not shoot it through like a, a hearing person's view of yeah. of a scene, which is what they have do so frequently on the show. But this felt much more like not that, which uh, which was nice. It was nice for a change. So I guess um, we should discuss Molly, <laughs> the American Girl doll. <laughs> Molly, the formerly the eldest American Girl doll, who is now <laughs> now she's someone's grandma. Yeah, like, basically she is. Fuck. Yes. So they talk about Molly and 
Jody says that Molly is playing her, but Shane likes it. And then Shane says that maybe she'll take her to the theater. She does not specify if this is a live theater or a movie theater, but she does say that she hates the theater. So I think it's a, it's just in principle. All theater. All theater. Um, so yeah. instead of her. I want to take her to see Oklahoma. <laughs> she's going to go take her to see Annie Get Your Gun. But instead of that, yeah. Jody's going to throw a dinner party. Um, yeah. There's more than one way to get a little drama. There's only one way to get drama on the show and it's a dinner party. Yeah. Oh. A couple's dinner party. Especially yeah, a, a couple's, couple's dinner party that later is described as not a couple's dinner yep. party. Even though mm -hmm. it, in the scene they literally say, we need one we more need to couple. Invite another, another, yeah. <laughs> I felt left out when they were doing that. I was like, that's not fair. You should invite your friends who aren't in couples. I know. And then I was distracted by Jody saying that Molly is maybe a spaghetti girl. Yeah. <laughs> a spaghetti girl. Oh my straight god. Straight until wet. Is that the first time that we heard straight until wet, perhaps on television? <laughs> it is. It was for me. That was I my think first so. time. Oh yeah. Wow. Which is surprising because I did work at the Olive Garden and at the Macaroni <laughs> Girl both, and it never came up at either level. <laughs> That's location. incredible that it never came up. It it seems like yeah. it would have come up. Yeah. But it didn't. So this yeah, you're this was the first time and I think I thought, hmm. <laughs> that was your only thought was hmm. I had heard it in real life but I had never heard oh, it on have. TV. Well, I hung out almost exclusively with drag queens for several years. So I sure. think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Shane suggests <laughs> inviting Sam and Tina as sort of a couple, but they're not a couple. Not at all. So I don't know. We didn't even know who Sam was until last episode. <laughs> right. No. Like it's not like she's been like a part of the storyline. She popped up no, for one she has scene. A deleted scene. Oh, she's in like 17 deleted scenes that we'll never get to see. So then Shane asks, Jody, if Bet is pressuring her to do the Subaru Pink Ride, what <laughs> Subaru Pink Ride? The Subaru who's Pink the Ride. Pink, who's sponsoring the Pink I Ride? I believe it's Subaru. Yeah. Subaru. Subaru. The Subaru Pink Ride. It's the Pink Ride sponsored by Subaru. Subaru. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was Subaru or or what the sponsor was. If it was a, I used was to a Subaru. I used to it's drive Subaru. a Subaru. It's Subaru. Yeah. Okay. So Subaru. So yeah. And so. Subaru Pink Ride, um, Jody is doing it of her own free will. Yes. Also, when has Bet ever said anything about athletics or a pink ride or Dana or cancer ever on the show? Never heard it. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was a weird way to bring Bet into the conversation. <laughs> really weird. It sure and was. remind us that it was the Subaru Pink Ride coming up. But whatever. The Subaru, yeah. Subaru Sponsored by ride. Subaru. Yeah. Sponsored by Subaru. Subaru, yeah. the car manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. They make cars, Subaru. Um, but this is a bike race. It's not a car race. Oh, but, um, well, that's a little yeah. confusing a little bit. It is. It is. But that's Subaru for you. Hmm. Bold, 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 bold. What makes yeah. a Subaru a Subaru? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well played. <laughs> so we go from this like beautiful moment in the woods back to uh -huh. set where Nikki's agent is like screaming at Tina. <laughs> is Nikki a les girl? Have you seen this? Oh, shit. She has a $100 million career-making blockbuster premiering tomorrow night. And all anyone wants to talk about this morning is what she's doing in your little turn of a movie. Did you... <laughs> what? Freeze frame this magazine cover. I didn't have to because you did and texted it to me. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about the magazine cover. Oh, my God, Reese. Tell us. 
it's like stars magazine or something. I have a few edits actually that I want to offer them just like a few ideas I had about it. Okay. So this is an issue of Starbeat magazine, which I don't, I don't know if it's more popular than stuff or less popular than stuff. Hard but to say. We're going with it. Different audience. Exclusive. Exclusive. Big photo. Nikki oil wrestling with lover Cindy. Mm-hmm. It says over it. Exclusive. Is Nikki a les girl? Big <laughs> Four Big real letters. <laughs> yeah. Below it, an, a smaller picture of Nikki, also oil wrestling, just her in that one. These are all screen grabs from the last episode. Of course. <laughs> Correct. Right. And then and then in the corner, the right hand corner, another screen grab from that. Um, and then we also find there's a few other stories in the uh, in the issue. Um, those are Brad's Burning Man, mm. um, Jen's Worst Fears. And uh, Lindsay's Lindsay's back in rehab. Yikes. So (laughs) is Nikki a les girl for real? What's Nikki's next move? All says that all that on the cover. Yeah. So I have my feedback for this photographer is that Nikki fully made out and basically had lesbian sex with Jenny in the ring. And they chose these photos. They chose these much tamer photos. I think they could have run with Nikki is a les girl <laughs> had they used. Used an exclamation point. Mm, mm-hmm. Exactly. They could have saved sprint. So anyway, they're very mad about this because apparently um, this will be very bad for Nikki's popularity with boys with pimples who want a girl who likes dicks. Wow. They say dicks so much. in So this many. So, much. so they sure do. many times. So I would times. say unnecessary. Um, yeah. yeah. They also talk about teen boys creaming themselves, which yes. is just. Oh. Again, that's not what I'm, I'm here for my lesbian television. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to hear um, about boys creaming themselves mm-hmm. and I don't want to hear gender essentialism. Mm-hmm. So genius Tina. Yep. <laughs> get this. <laughs> <laughs> What if Nikki went out with a man? You mean in public? Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah. That would stop all the problems they're having. No one would think she's a lesbian then. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, the other storyline in this episode is that Tasha was once seen in public with a known lesbian and then became known as a lesbian at army because of that. So clearly the same logic applies here. Yeah. Yeah. Two sides of the coin. And, and they say they need someone who's hot in a high school musical Jane magazine sort of way, which totally different things. (laughs) Completely. I, we're getting a lot of vintage magazines in this. and I like that, but Jane magazine was like alternative and high school musical is like mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. We also find out that she should not go out with Paris Hilton's sloppy seconds, which again, they've used this term before. And when they used it before, I hated it. And I, I still do. Still hate it. And then what do you know? Who walks into the trailer? Greg. Fucking Greg. <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> oh, God. He's like the worst. Oh. And someone points at him and says, a dick that everybody likes. Oh, my God. What? I didn't understand. I don't understand that at all. I have two thoughts. Okay. First thought. Okay. <laughs> when they were describing like the type of guy she should be seen with, yeah. I kept thinking they were just going to be like, oh, Max. Like they were just describing Max. But also <laughs> they forgot that Max is on the show because yeah. he hasn't been on the show in like three episodes now. 
Right, which is actually a blessing for him because well, every great time he's because, on the show, something terrible happens. Right. Every time he's around, they're mean to him or transphobic to him. So Yeah, usually both. Usually both. It's great that he that's not happening. But you know what is probably happening off camera is the thing. Yeah. Um my second thing is that I think it's really interesting um how Tina as a like big Hollywood producer <laughs> um kind of has to like you could say like she chooses to do this, but I think it's also sort of a function of her job is like the way she has to talk in front of these like other like execs and like agents and stuff is like not how yeah. she would ever talk that we've yeah. ever seen her talk outside of that. And it's yeah. really interesting yeah. to watch her like navigating her real life and her work life in this weird way, especially on this project, because they're intersecting in this like horrible way. Yeah. And like that is interesting. She says like the most hideous things when she's in conversations with like her boss or these agents. Yeah. Yeah. And she just has to roll with it. And then there's moments where she even says hideous things to like Jenny, which like we'll get to that. But it, it's just kind of it's interesting yeah. is what I will say. It is. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. I feel like we've all had to do that in some regard. Yeah. You know, you got to pass sometimes just to mm -hmm. survive. Yeah. 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 But the way she says someone whose dick she might like is just honestly <laughs> It's it's a little I, it's grading. That's 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 what I yeah, will say. It is. Grading. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. good way to describe it. I feel that. like I feel like she could have played to the crowd in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could have said a man everybody likes, because I think that's what she actually meant. I do think that's what she but meant. That's not what she was I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to agree on that. Yeah. 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 Oh, so anyway, Greg plays the Tim character in the movie. So this is basically the Jenny character and the Tim character getting set up together, which is on like a 17th different level. Hilarious. So, meta. so it's too, I would say too meta. I think the yeah. show has become too meta at this point. It's too much. Yeah. Then we go to the boxing gym. Yeah. Um, where Colonel Davis is, I guess like a serial killer. She's <laughs> wearing a full like abominable snowman sweatsuit. Hiding in a corner, hitting, going, hitting a <laughs> tiny ball over and over again. And like, I feel, I felt like she's going to turn around and pull five knives out <laughs> of her pants. But that's not what happened. No, it's not. It was like, it also like very clearly felt like a scene setting up lesbian competition between her and yes. <laughs> Yeah. So like, not to say foreshadowing, but foreshadowing. Indeed. That's true. Yes. Um, and Tasha wins. Yeah. Tasha wins everything. Any yeah. competition, Tasha will win it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the scene started and I was like, yay, Tasha. Because I was just like, yay, she's here and she's punching stuff and that's great. Yep. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. I'm glad that she has punch something as an outlet for all of the... I wanted to punch something today around like one o'clock. I really, I really wanted to. Yeah. But I didn't because I don't have anything to punch. We should get you like a little punching bag. One of those little consoles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those little hangy things. Um, so good news. Uh she is done with her bag and now Tasha can punch it. Yeah. They have this so like resolved. Stare down for a brief second. Mm -hmm. Where it's like we're both in the gym. Something's gonna happen. And then it does not. Right. I was like, Tasha, punch her in the face. Yep. Then we go to the clothing wardrobes in the sky where they're talking about Nikki wants to wear the designer clothes, but Jesse wouldn't wear designer clothes. 
But Jenny would like to see Karina in the exact same outfit Marina wore in season one, which is like a snake neck situation in a gardenia in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was so random. I was like, what is the budget of this film? Like, I really don't understand because they keep talking a about million how trillion dollars. They keep talking about how it's this like big studio film, but then they yeah. talk about like they don't have money and then they do. Ha- I don't know. I'm very confused about the scale of the mm. film, the budget of the film. But movie magic whatever the point is tina needs to talk to jenny right now it is very yeah, important sure the other point is that jennifer Schechter has a hickey <laughs> right in the center of her neck which what was what how okay. it's she has a like little Adam's dab in the center yeah. of her neck yeah yeah just she was probably trying to suck her whole adam's apple into mm. her mouth yeah hot that's hot <laughs> that's i mean that's that's what i go for when i give people is hickeys it? yeah Good. Yeah. Whole Adam's apple. <laughs> full, so this is good full, representation. Full. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's really saw uh, your desires. I think it's also important to note that uh, Jenny is in a meeting. Um, oh, that's true. Jenny is in Jenny's a meeting. Jenny's in a meeting, guys. She's in a, a, meeting. Clothing, me- a clothing meeting. She's in a clothing meeting. Um, yeah. Jenny's in a meeting. Nikki needs her now, but she's in a meeting. And eventually that gets resolved by Jenny and Tina both being upset. But they speak to one another and we find out that the managers would like Nikki to take a boy with her to her little premiere. And Tina pitches this as if it was her agent's idea, even though it was Tina's idea, which we didn't even talk about this. How was that not the agent's idea? Because it was basically. I think it's crazy that Tina had to suggest that. That should have been that. That just strikes me as like the first obvious thing that somebody would have suggested. Oh, she has a premiere tomorrow. Take a boy. Like, I don't know. It just seems so stupid that Tina had to like pull it out of her ass. And the guy was like, whoa, I love you. Genius. (laughs) Right. Nikki needs a new manager. Yeah. I think she should fire her management. Yeah. Jenny's unhappy because she wanted to go to the movie. She wanted to go to the film with um, Nikki. Um, yes. I don't know why anyone wants to go. This film looks terrible. Yeah, it does. And I hate it. <laughs> it looks really bad. It looks real bad. It's not a good film. So Jenny goes into Nikki's trailer, who Nikki is just like sobbing. sobbing. <laughs> like so someone much. died. Like like a she death of a destroyed. relative. <laughs> so upset. Because she has to take a boy to the premiere. <laughs> Greg, they're making me take cheese ball, Greg. <laughs> they're not even telling her she has to break up with Jenny. And they've already told her to be more discreet, which she failed at when she went oil wrestling. But like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. She's crying. It's kind of a funny scene, though. Yeah. The agent comes in and Jenny is like, do you think this is fucking 1952 where you can give her a beard and pretend that she's straight? And <laughs> yes, obviously they do. <laughs> Also, honestly, the first I remember the first time that I watched this scene, I didn't know what beard meant. Oh, and I was so, so profoundly confused. Did this like blow open your whole world? Did you start? Did you go down like a research wormhole after that? I mean, what I'm hoping I don't remember, but what I'm hoping is I found it out before I wrote my recap, because it's very possible that I was like, ha ha ha, like give her a beard. Like I thought it was like facial hair or something. (laughs) And then everyone was like, Reese, you know, you idiot, which happened a lot. In their recaps. Why do they want her to just put on a disguise? Yeah, <laughs> She's why, the star of the film. Guys. They're going to notice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so fun fact for our readers at home. Everyone knows now. The beard <laughs> makes you look straight. And it, it started not in the 50s, but, you know, in the like in the 30s and the 40s and was very popular in the 50s. But it worked in the 50s. And you know why? 
because it was a lot harder to take photographs of stars in their natural habitats. People didn't have Instagram also. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Correct. Well, no one had Instagram here yet. That's true. Did they? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. But the Paps got just one cell phone call away and they, and mm -hmm. they were in the oil wrestling shenanigans. Exactly. And uh, Jenny hates his tie. Um, he does make one really, really good point, I think, that no one has made to her yet, which is that it is a little bit problematic already that she is screwing the underage star of the film. This is I yes. wanted to bring that up. I was I was wondering <laughs> if this was the first time we <laughs> officially find out that Nikki is underage. Last episode we last week. They said she was underage because she was at She Bar. Mm. Yeah. And they, she's under the age of 21. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're also throwing the word underage around a lot in this episode in the previous uh -huh. episode in a way that like what they mean is that she's under 21. Right. And not right. 17. Right. Because when they <laughs> yeah. when people are saying underage in the context of a relationship, that's what you think. You don't think she's 20. Right. She's 20. They're all so stressed out and they hate this film so much and they want to drink so badly that that's all they can think about. And so they think about everything in relationship to drinking. Yeah. Um, and Nikki can't yeah. uh, drink. So, yeah, he's the, but he's the first guy to note that this is a little bit um, inappropriate for her to be doing in general. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then um, yes, it is. <laughs> it's incredible that it's taken us this and it's long and this moment for crazy. someone to actually say that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I also hate that I agree with the man. I know. On a show I, right? About lesbians. Like, why is the man right? <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't get to say that line. Mm -mm. Such a bummer. Tina should have said it you weeks know? ago. <laughs> yeah. It really sets up the this people at home to think differently about these things. Anyway, <laughs> Jenny says he's not even a human being, he's an agent, which I think is funny. Sure. Jenny's yeah. like really sassy with him about his tie and his nose, and yeah. like it's sort of funny, but it's like really just very uh, just like a weird Jenny distraction from like what is actually happening um yeah. which is that Nikki is sobbing and sobbing I guess on the couch no one has tried to comfort her no one's comforting her Jenny's probably like she cries though. all the time I mean what are we gonna do right she's Nikki just gonna cry again she's baby um but she, she I mean there is one like moment where you kind of get it a little in the beginning of the scene. Cause she's like, my agents basically told me my career will be over if people think I'm gay. And like, and she's like, which was true at the time, which is kind of true at the time. And so there's, yeah. there is that like a little mildly moment, true. mildly true. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, what kind of career do you want to have? Do you want to be in like Brett Ratner and Michael Bay movies and on the cover of she men's does. magazines? Or do you want to do other things? And it's clear that Nikki wants to do a lot of different things. Yeah. But her her team seems to be more into the idea that they have for her of what her career is going to be and how much right. money they want to make off of her. Anyway, so who knows what would have happened to Nikki, who again is based on Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> and then um, we go to the showers. This show uh, loves a locker room with <laughs> naked women walking around lockers and showers. Fully nude. Yeah, and also she has a she has like a landing strip, but it's like for a teeny <laughs> tiny plane. It's like just like a zoop. It's you know it's just like a just one finger yeah. of a landing strip. And I think what this scene made me think of is like that. There's this idea that like you don't want to like have lesbians on your sports team because in the locker room they'll yeah. like they'll check you out and mm -hmm. stuff and they'll make you feel uncomfortable because lesbians cannot resist the urge to look at every naked woman who walks by. And what we see in this scene is that that's true. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's true. Um, Tasha, who has incredible self-control, 
um, as a person somehow can't resist looking at this woman and then neither neither can Colonel Davis and Colonel Davis looks in the most like obvious over the top way. Yeah. Yeah. It's and she's very also funny. Like four feet away from her. She's yeah. so close to her. <laughs> yeah. And her face kind of vacillates from huh to how dare you <laughs> over the course of her like 45 second stare. And, and Tasha's glance is, is minimal, but yeah, I think it's believable with Davis because obviously she's repressed, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. clearly. But Tasha isn't. So um, the point of that scene is that I wonder how much that girl got paid to be naked. Probably for 45 not. seconds. Probably not. Probably 200 bucks. Yeah, probably not very yeah. much. Yeah. Bullshit. Damn. <sighs> so we go back to set. We're back in the yeah. hair trailer with Shane. Mm-hmm. Shane's chilling. And then this is the girl that plays Shane in the movie, right? That comes in. Yes, it has to be. Yeah, I figured. I, I just like, like wish her. that they had that Shane could have given her more of like a Shane haircut because they didn't yeah, really, yeah. or like a Shane wig, but yeah. whatever. Until they tried to like, style her hair yeah. a little Shaney. I was like, this is supposed to be the Shane, I think. She is a hot, hot mess. She like comes in. She's got wine or liquor or something. She wants them both to get drunk and she wants to have sex with Shane because she's really bad at her part. And Shane will teach her how. And again, this is yet again, yet another scene in which consent is just like not even a thing that anybody ever needs or wants ever, ever. Like Shane says no. And she's like, you sleep with everyone. So you must want to sleep with me. And And then she takes her shirt off. Fully takes her shirt off. And it's just boobs in the trailer. Just boobs in the trailer. (laughs) What is happening? And then she's like, is it me? Do you not want to have sex with me because I'm repulsive? And then Shane feels bad that she doesn't realize that she's beautiful, which she already knows she's a fucking actress. Yeah. And she is objectively like, you know, whatever, traditionally hot. Yep. So um, anyway, uh, Begonia walks in and she's horrified. <laughs> she's horrified. But like at the tail end of her looking at them, she <laughs> almost looks like like eh, like a little bit like there's like it's horrified and then it like slightly changes right at the end before she leaves to like a nice (laughs) shane on shane action (laughs) this movie is too meta like they need to shut this production down before it creates some sort of vortex in the space-time continuum we got some jenny on jesse now we're gonna get some shane on sean oh god yeah this this is like another one of those moments where like when I was younger and watching this, this was like really skewing my concept of consent. And I think was probably doing that to many of the audience members. Yes. Um, it's really fucked up. It's really, really fucked up. Um, Shane at yeah. one point says that this is not professional, which is something I wish everyone would be saying a lot more on this film set. Nothing. Much more. Often. Nothing that happens on this set is professional. No, not at all. No. Yeah. Nary a thing. Oh, and also, you know what? If there had been consent, this could have been a really funny scene. Like of Shane actually being like, yeah, let me teach you how to fuck like Shane. Like that would have been funny. That's a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. Well, remember like a few episodes ago, Jenny, when Jenny was like in rehearsals with the, with Bev and Nina and she was like, we need to get a lesbian sex coach here. And like, how is that not a storyline that they explored? How was did they not hire Shane to be the lesbian sex coach? That's what they should have. That would have been, (laughs) that would have been ridiculous, but at least would have been funny. Yeah. Yeah. Or like just anyone on set to help teach all these straight women what they're supposed to be doing. This is like this weird, like continuous thing that clearly hasn't been resolved since like they started production. However the fuck long this has been going on now, <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but it's uh, blah, everything's stupid. I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah. But I will say that even though all I've done is complain so far that I did enjoy this episode. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad episode. It's, 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 not. it's decent. It's a decent episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, then we swing on over to Jody's funky apartment where she is prepping the, I think, 24 hours ahead of time. Yeah. For the big Moroccan feast that she is throwing so that Shane doesn't have to take Molly to Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> the guest list for this dinner party soiree is it's terrible. Very bad. <laughs> Bet and Jody, Amy and Melinda, Shane and Molly, and Tina and Sam question mark? Yeah. Yeah, this is a logical group that wants to hang out together they and definitely and, all really like each other. Yeah. <laughs> They have like so much yeah, that they want to like friends. talk about and like they want to mm-hmm. definitely like just party together and hang and like this is so not weird or awkward or anything. <laughs> and then uh, Bet's, Bet is not, Bet is very upset that <laughs> Tina, who she is actively cheating on Jody with, is has been invited to the party. And that Jody furthermore did not think to consult her before inviting Tina to the party. But my favorite part of this is that she's like, did it ever occur to you to maybe ask me? First, before you invited Tina in. No. <laughs> it's like very much like no heart emoji. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Jody exactly. invented that back in 2008. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bet thinks it sounds like a nightmare lesbian dinner party with too many exes, but that's every lesbian dinner party is a nightmare and uh, there's always too many exes. So, and then, you know. so Jody's like, okay, don't come then. <laughs> Jody's amazing. I love Jody so much. Oh, that's like, of course I'm coming. (laughs) Yeah, and then she's like, like, "Can I help?" And she's like, "Here, chop an onion." (laughs) Do you chop? Okay, are you make you make like extravagant dinners? Would you chop onion the night before a party, before a dinner, before like a big dinner? I would not cook the night before a dinner. Like, I guess unless everything was room temperature is supposed to be cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right. super confused as to why she was cooking everything the night before. Yeah. Like maybe I, I she had a really busy day the next day. <laughs> so you have to pre-chop your onion? I mean, just throwing onion is an affair. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Maybe she was doing a crock pot dish. Mm. <laughs> and then we get a little musical introduction. Uh. Yes. Tasha putting on her finest military Outfit. suit. I don't know any military terminology of any the dress sort. Dress uniform. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. She looks amazing. Her, she looks <laughs> amazing. I was just like barely writing notes in this part. I was just kind of like staring at the screen. I'm just like, what? <laughs> My one note is, God, I wish she was a firefighter so I didn't have to feel conflicted <laughs> about her dressing up. Oh, my God. Right? Yep. Yeah, there that it would is. Have made, that would make, honestly, also me and Carly's lives easier if she was a firefighter. <laughs> yeah. It's really about um, us 12 years later. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So what's going on is playing. We've got like a little, we got like a little pacifist yeah. anthem. Yes. Going. I was blown away that they had the budget to get a Marvin Gaye song on the show. True. And then Alice is there. We see and everyone like a, arriving, arriving she at military she's court. She's wearing like her hair's in like a, a victory roll. Like it's like yeah, very yeah, like, yeah. let's go support our troops. It was, yeah. She totally she's, was like cosplaying as like an army wife or something. Yes. It was really, yeah. I was like, she was. that's exactly what Alice would do though. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. She's got brought them tomatoes from her victory garden <laughs> and she's going <laughs> to bring everyone a potato salad and then they're going to be like, it's fine. She's it's fine. She's dressed to like wave at a ship as it pulls away That's from a absolutely dock. how she's dressed. <laughs> yeah, she port. And then like dab her, dab her eyes with like a little, like a dish towel yep. that she just carries around in case she needs to take something out of the oven. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Um, so they, the trial starts and the army's guy says, army, and then um, Beach stands up and once again lists all of Tasha's accomplishments. Uh, accomplishments. So we hear once again, in case you missed it before, Tasha has a V for Valor. V for Valor. Tasha is a decorated soldier. Is that what we would say? Sure. I think, yeah. I don't Army. Know. Yeah. Army. She um, got all the awards from Army. She served Correct. abroad in Iraq. <laughs> yeah. She did. She was she overseas did. with Army doing armies. Yeah. <laughs> And this is, of course, in contrast to both of the lawyers that are grandstanding throughout this episode who have mm-hmm. seen zero combat. Zero. Yeah, they have not personally killed any innocent civilians <laughs> themselves. They have just participated in this in this system. Ugh. Also, they say her name's so weird. The 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 army yes. men. They call her Tasha. I'm like, who's Tasha? Which I found incredibly <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Um, I feel like that's the idea, right? Like, mate, I was like, I was like, do they only ever call each other by last names so that like this is like the first time they've ever even had to say the name Tasha out loud? Mm. They're like Tasha. <laughs> they've never known a Tasha. Tasha. Yeah, it was stupid. Tasha. So we go. We take a brief moment to go away from the trial to go to the planet. Remember the planet? The planet's back. It's up and running it's again. Back in business. Thank God. Love that Thank God. But what the fuck is Kit going to do about those <laughs> she bitches? I don't know. Are they still in jail? Do we know where they are? <laughs> Last time we saw them, they were getting arrested and Lover Cindy was trying to bribe a cop. <laughs> Correct. Uh, we don't know where they are, but. But we also low-key don't care. No. And um, Shane suggests murdering them, which. Mm. Okay. Why not? Uh, then we. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, then we kind of zoom on over to another part of the planet where Molly is having lunch with her mom. The point of the lunch is that Molly is rebelling. Mm -hmm. She is a rebelling youth. Yeah. She is, uh, not going to be a lawyer and have 2.5 kids. Nope. She dumped Richard because he's boring and he loves golf. Mm -hmm. And then, um, her mom Phyllis says that she needs to get an education so that she doesn't end up in a service profession like Shane. And Molly rightly calls her mother elitist. Uh, I would say it's, it's also classist and uh, a couple other things, but we don't, we don't spend a lot of time on that. Does she know that people with professional degrees still end up in service professions? Mm. I don't think she's thought of anything aside from herself. Secondly, does she know that Shane did have to go to school to be a hairstylist? She probably considers that a trade school. Right. Not a, not a real, not a, unless it's a four year, uh, Ivy, honestly. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. I highly doubt she considers that degree worth anything. Exactly. I agree. Um, Molly is bored and grossed out by her mother. Yes. And, and Phyllis is like, Shane's not a serious person. And then now Molly is like hardcore defending Shane. Which who would have thought? Who would have thought? Last episode, you know, I'm not gay. 
I'm very straight. Yeah. Now she's like, Shane's a great person who does great things with hair, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to go be gay for Shane. That's literally what she says. And then she goes up to Shane. And it's That's really not all she says. Oh, no, please tell us what all she says. Uh, she says, go gay for Shane. We're going to adopt Chinese babies and live in a trailer park. Right. Great. It's funny. Um, I only wrote down that she was going to be gay for Shane. Huh. <laughs> Just block the rest of it out. Yeah. <laughs> Completely forgot that that's what she said. These babies and live in a trailer park. She is mixing <sighs> metaphors. I mean, not, so, not. <laughs> one cannot adopt Chinese babies and then need to live in a trailer. It's adopt. International adoption is very expensive. It is. It is very expensive. Incredibly yeah. expensive. And they have a cute little interaction. Yeah. Um, she hasn't called. They're kind of flirty. Shane is clever. Molly is clever. And they're just so clever. They're just so clever. They're just have, they have a little banter. They're obviously have a connection of some kind. Um, wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, then, uh, go, we go to trials, army trials. This is officer Martinez. Officer Martinez has taken the stand and she's giving a testimony about really just how great Tasha is. And how she would serve under her at any time. At any. any Under her. Under her. She would serve (laughs) under her. That's what I heard. At any time. But she's not gay. She's She's not gay. Not gay. Not at all. No. So uh, Tasha did a good job. Good did a, she was a good commanding officer. Good job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We go back to the film set. Bet is now on the set. There's no security on this set. How None. is Bet here? Also, doesn't yeah. Bet have other things to do? She couldn't call. Like she couldn't text Tina. They're both busy. Whatever. Bet's mad at Tina for accepting the invitation <laughs> to Jody's dinner party because Tina's like, yeah, sure. "What are you talking about? I assumed that it came from the both of you. Like, why would I? Have, like, what the fuck?" And she's like, "I don't want to break you guys up. Like, you're dating her. Like, what?" Ah! And I was like, man, Tina made at least one or two valid points in this conversation. Ari, what is your feelings about the Bet and Tina situation? Oy vey. Uh, <laughs> Not just in this, but, you know, in general, the whole, the, the whole Bet and Tina. The canon. I mean, the Bet and Tina verse. Here's the thing. I'm absolutely a Tina, which is like <laughs> one of my worst traits. <laughs> And I recognize that the two of them should not be together. <laughs> they should not have had Correct. a baby. They should not have dated. Uh, they should not be cheating on their significant others or people who are there trying to make their significant others with one another. And I don't understand how someone who I align with so much can't seem to see that. So <laughs> it's a mess. It's such a mess. It's a mess. Mm. They have been a mess since the pilot. Like, this is just like... From the moment we meet them. Yes. Like, they are yeah. always a mess. It's just always... A, it's like an ever-shifting type of a mess. Yeah. Every season, every few episodes, the type of mess they are is a little different. Yeah. Um, which keeps us as viewers on our toes <laughs> and is right still maddening most of the time. I think what I love to think about in this scene is that earlier, like that tried to get mad at Jody about yeah. Tina coming to dinner and Jody just blocked her. Yeah. Yep. And so she's like, Hmm, what am I going to do? I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get mad at Tina about it. Doesn't work either. Nope. It's like, how dare you invite her? And then it's like, how dare you be invited by her? <laughs> they're like, we should stop. We should stop and get some clarity. Um, and they say that in the way that they're like, we're not going to, really we're definitely stop. not going to stop. Yeah. No. 
back to army trial. Army trial. Um, Man, this stuff is brutal. So Colonel Davis is like cross-examining Officer Martinez. And everything she says is like terrible. Like she's like twisting the like the most innocuous stuff into like scandal. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah, very irritating. She asked if um, Tasha ever put her arm around her, which, as we know, is the universal symbol of a lesbian relationship. It is. Yes. And um, Martinez admits that there were rumors about Tasha being a lesbian. And Davis is like, did you feel ever uncomfortable about getting special treatment? from her and she was like kinda she's like I didn't want people to also think I was gay so yes then I guess by the transitive property I would have to also have been uncomfortable in that situation it's like it's like she's like ah it sucks this sucks and it like to me seems more like a problem with the army mm-hmm. than with yeah. lesbianism it's an indictment yeah. of the military industrial complex. Oh my God, you're right. It, is. it absolutely That's exactly is. what it is. That one cannot be comforted by their commanding officer without becoming a right. lesbian. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like this part is such a reach. Like it's so re- like we know like the Al- the Alice stuff is such the like more obvious accusation, reach? especially mm-hmm. because oh. there was no relationship between Martinez and yeah. and Tasha, but like. This is just such bullshit. It's like so obviously like the guy that that reported this, like just was like pissy that he didn't get a promotion. Yep. Yeah. It's just you can see through it so obviously and they're like trying so hard to make it into a thing. It's just ridiculous. It's also irrelevant. Like, yeah. So you felt uncomfortable because people thought you might be gay with Tasha. Who cares? You're also like killing people right. i don't know there's a lot there's much more uncomfortable things involved in your job than like a lesbian touching your shoulder <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty real there's so many other parts of military that should make you so much much more uncomfortable <laughs> yeah like every job has weird uncomfortable stuff life isn't comfortable it's true the end oh i was just thinking about how tasha talked about all these people dying in her arms so obviously she puts her arms around people in a non-sexual way all the time all the for time. example in death. They can't interview the ones that died because they're dead. They should have they because should have they subpoenaed died. a ghost. Yeah. Right. I think be. having a ghost testify at this it's army trial true. would have been incredible. I think so too. I really would have uh, brought this episode up a notch. Which it, and, I agree. And it's already yeah. a good episode. So it's already good. It's already would have made it great. You know what I mean? Would have made it great. Mm-hmm. So then uh it's now it's the end of the day. They ran out of time for Alice to testify. She has to come back tomorrow. Um and Tasha fills her in on how Martinez kinda folded. <laughs> Yep. Um, and they have like this awkward bit of like, Alice is like the witness for the prosecution, you know, she's on the other side, but like, she doesn't want to be there. She just has to be there. Yeah. Um, it's super awkward, but you just want them to get back together. Uh, more than anything. Like, let's, I'm just like, make out, make out in the hallway. Make I don't out care. Right now. Do it. Hallway sex. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of people not having sex, then we go to Jody's funky loft for the dinner. Oh my god! Um, Jody's got a dress on. <laughs> she did um, not just make Moroccan food; it was a Moroccan themed <laughs> evening. <laughs> she everything yeah. in the scene is Moroccan inspired. Yeah. Like they sat yeah. on the floor. They sat on the floor. Yeah, that killed me. Um, <laughs> 
it's sort of like in third grade when they're like, okay, you have to like make a feast from a country and then wear a costume. Jody's like, I don't want that spirit to end. I want to do it now as a grown up. That's so funny. Oh, wait, I skipped something. You just skipped skipped the beginning of the premiere. I skipped the hot road, hot rod show premiere. Uh, Where Jenny gets banned. (laughs) Yeah. Jenny gets banned. Jenny gets banned banned from the premiere. Okay, it's the big Hollywood premiere of Liquid Heat. (laughs) Nikki and Greg are on the red carpet. Nikki, over here, what are you wearing? Oh, my God, who is that? No one cares. Jenny and Adele walk up. They're dressed and ready. And you know what? They can't come in because Jenny's agent spots her and it tells the security guard that Jenny specifically is banned. He doesn't say both of them. He says, Jenny, this will be important later. Very. Jenny does not yet know that she is banned, but she's going to find out in a second. Then we yeah. go to this dinner party, piece, which we already talked about. Right. Sam's saying she doesn't drink while she's shooting. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's I not that. She has to wake weird. up early. Yeah. Like, oh, is that why? She's like in production. So she was saying that like she doesn't shoot. Like she's obviously not like shooting in the scene. Uh, but she's like in the midst of a production. And so I think she just like doesn't drink during active production probably. Reese, I think meant. it's huh. just weird because she has boundaries. And none of the other characters. <laughs> no, like I think that's, that's maybe that's what's true. confusing you. It's that just, is exactly. Well, it's also sort of a first date. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was I kept writing like this is an awkward dinner party and then realized that every dinner party on the show has been an awkward dinner party. There's never been a not awkward dinner party. It's true. Back to the hot rod show premiere. Um, They won't let Jenny inside. No. And she texts Nikki and Adele's like, I'm going to go. I'll go get (laughs) Jenny. I'll get you into the show, Jenny. But of course, he's not because she's a schemer. Uh, Adele tries to do the red carpet. Adele totally <laughs> is like posing on the red carpet. <laughs> it's no one cares. Very funny. No one cares. Yeah. I also really appreciate very 2008 that Jenny signs her text, Jay. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was thrilling. Last into the past. Truly. So we go back to the very awkward dinner party mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Amy asks Sam if it's unusual for a woman to be the cinematographer of a film. And yes, it is. It still actually is. It shouldn't be, but it is. We have not come very much further uh, in this area since 12 years ago. I'm sad to report. But don't worry, we keep doing studies and surveys and we, we every every multiple times a year we are getting numbers. We are doing surveys Good. and literally nothing is changing ever. And I think it's great that we keep doing studies. The numbers. And yeah. then we do the data. We gotta crunch the numbers. We're always mm-hmm. crunching. Nothing is ever actually happening. Mm. Um, well, if we keep crunching those numbers, maybe one day. Maybe the yeah. one day the numbers will be like, please do something about us. Yeah, it hits a tipping point. Once yeah. you crunch a certain number of numbers, then it's you have mm-hmm. to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that how Excel works? <laughs> yes. Okay. I get it now. Molly and Shane are having a private convo. Fully private conversation. At the, <laughs> at the table, which honestly seems appropriate. This dinner party is going nowhere fast. Everyone should just stay in their small groups. It's yeah. also very um, dimly lit. Like, I, you can't even yeah. see acro- so halfway dark. across the table. <laughs> yeah, as an elder lesbian, I had, I struggled. <laughs> I was like adjusting the and, brightness on the screen. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> the proper old person. And it's funny because it's not a couple's dinner, but that lighting was for a couple's dinner. No one was Absolutely. meant to make friends. No. no yeah, that's a romance. Yeah. That is sexy lighting. Yeah. That's a romantic mood they were setting. 
Um, and then, so Molly and Shane go outside for a cigarette. And then Amy and Jody and Bet are like signing to each other. Mm-hmm. They're having a conversation. And then Tina's like, what's happening? <laughs> Tina fucking, what are you talking waving about? Waving like, hello. Like, hello, 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 hello. Like she wants the teacher to call on her. And then she yeah. does that thing where she loudly and slowly says to Jody, This is delicious. Oh. What's it called? <laughs> I was like, uh. oh no, this could not possibly get any worse. And then it does. Beth's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't mean to exclude you. And Tina's like, yes, you did. And Beth's like, <laughs> no, no, we didn't. And Tina again says, yes, she did. <laughs> um, I love this moment for Tina. <laughs> Um, I also would like to say that Jody is excluded from 75% of the conversations that have happened around her on truly, this show. So truly. maybe just let her have, let her have one, one thing. Yeah. And honestly, 75% is generous. It's more, mm-hmm. it's closer to 90. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like 99% yeah. percent <laughs> of the conversations. Then they talk about Indian food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll bet this not like it because she got sick in India, yeah. in India. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh, this whole scene, I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> if I stopped eating every cuisine that had ever made me sick, I would never eat. Eat. <laughs> I would certainly stop drinking, <laughs> which I basically have, but to knock a few back once a month. I just don't like how I feel anymore. No. I like get hungover instantly. <laughs> it is a whole affair. Like the next day is. It's like a oh, whole thing. Yeah. I get a headache yeah. within an hour of having one yeah. drink now. I get the hangover before I even yes. go to bed. I get the hangover while I'm still having a second drink. Yeah. Aging yeah. really fucks you up. It's it really it's sucks. no good. I try to think about the person I was in my early 20s. Sometimes I think about the amount of alcohol I was able to drink in one sitting, and I'm truly shocked that I... Shocked. Survived. Also, and then I look at pictures of myself, and I'm like, my skin is still radiant, <laughs> and I yeah. look... So healthy, like yeah. 10,000 times better than I do now. Like, I look so like, like I was what? drinking only water. <laughs> yeah. But I never drank water Mm-mm. in college or uh-uh. laughter. Speaking of young people, Molly and Shane are outside. And Molly is still very much into um, uh, telling Shane that she wants to sleep with her. Yeah. Yeah. This is starting to get annoying. <laughs> it's also reminding me of a lot of straight girls I knew in my early 20s and like Ooh, in college yeah. i'm like oh god whomst among us has not been in this situation <laughs> yeah sitting outside with a bottle of wine you stole from a dinner party sharing a cigarette yeah with a straight girl the straight girl that she does want to sleep with you Ugh. oh my god mm-hmm. well to be honest i thought about it but i came to the conclusion that if it was to happen you would probably freak out afterwards and then you'd most likely go running back to your boyfriend in Vermont, and then I'd be stuck in the cold with nothing but the distant memory of mediocre sex. And I'd be out of cigarettes. Just cigarette, and I'm not mediocre in bed. I think she represents great character development for Shane. Mm-hmm. She's growing. Yeah. We're so proud She's of Shane. Like, By the way, this would be bad. Yes. Yeah. So also, no. But instead, they kiss. Yeah, Molly then kisses her. Molly! Classic straight girl move. Ugh. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm kisses not gay. You. Stop looking at me. And then they put their face on your face. 
Yeah. And then she asked to be taken home. <laughs> yep. Yikes. Like a 13-year-old at she a She literally, literally <laughs> like, says, take me back to my mom's house. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, see? Told you. Told you. It's also like, how did we exist before, like, Lyft? Like, I cannot I imagine making a bad decision and then asking the person I made a bad decision with to, to take drop me, me off. Drive me oh home. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. how did we exist? I don't know how we existed. I think, I mean, again, this is like Well, we're in New York. Well, bef- but I was in New York after college. In college, I was in Florida. And, like, we just drove yeah. everywhere. <sighs> we go. Oh, my God. Back. Jenny is still waiting outside the premiere. <laughs> Or she's sad. This is this is <laughs> sad. And we see Adele like schmoozing it up with like Nikki's agents and shit. Scheming. Just just full scheme scam mode. She's such a scammer. And then such a scammer. Jenny she texts t- Adele, like, what the hell? She's like, Oh my god, it's like there's photographers everywhere and I can't get close to her, but like don't leave. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel bad for Jenny because I feel like there's this special humiliation. I'm really thinking of when we're like, when we used to like do red carpet for things, but then they wouldn't let us give us, give us tickets to the actual yep. event. But I'd like have a friend in the event who I was like, I can probably get you in. And then I'd feel stupid. Like I should be cool enough that I'm already in the event. Instead, I'm standing out here outside of the event wasted and like in a really fancy outfit and makeup and feeling like a loser. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. It is a vulnerable moment for her. Yeah. See, I see. You're you're making me second guess myself. My note is, "LOL," at Jenny sitting on the cement. Sorry, I hate her. (laughs) But also, she's incredibly vulnerable. I normally, this season, hate Jenny. Yeah. But this brief little moment, I was kind of like, oh, like just oh, yeah. Yeah. But also, I was also laughing. I would say the majority of watchers of this program probably thought, LOL, look at Jenny. (laughs) You know? Yep. We go back to Jody's place where Bet is now cleaning up after dinner and Tina comes in. No idea where Tina was. And it's just the two of them. We see Tina's full outfit now, which involves very high boots that I I didn't like. I truly didn't even notice her outfit. Neither did I. Was she wearing purple? Yeah, she was wearing a purple like shirt dress and then like brown boots that went up to like her knee which I guess was sort of the times mm. I didn't feel like the boot dress the proportions length, were off the proportions were off sure I get it so Tina's like where is everybody everyone's on the roof looking at a sculpture Jody built a sculpture on the fucking roof which cheers to Jody for that it's what she does I'm so excited she is able to do that um otherwise what else would she be doing um yeah so Bet. Tells Tina, this is really one of the most excruciating things I've been through. And I was like, wow, Bat, your life has been like pretty chill, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's like they have a lot of sexual tension, I guess. Yeah. And then they get really close to each other. And then um, Bet says this unsexiest thing anyone has ever said in the history of anybody ever trying to get laid or kiss or think about sex or think about kissing or think about romance or think about love or think about bodies or human bodies or what they can do or like making out or necking or like Adam's apple sucking or anything like that, which is, I think we should go see Dan. Dan Foxworthy. <laughs> the because only he knows us. He knows us. Better than anyone. <laughs> Tina should have just like slapped her. Like that is the most outrageous thing to say to somebody. 
Dan Foxworthy was a terrible therapist. I hate him. They need to find a new therapist. They're going to go to a therapist. But he knows them better than anybody. <laughs> he knows Than them. anyone. Anyone. <sighs> this white man knows them. Lesbians. He knows the, the queer lesbians. women better than they seemingly know than themselves. anyone. Better than Jody. Jody. That's a big insult to Jody. It's an insult to themselves, honestly. Truly. <laughs> it is. It is. That this first is first and foremost. The first and foremost. That this is their chosen therapist. They're dragging themselves. And it's such a self own. <laughs> Back to the premiere. Where Adele. <laughs> oh my God. So it is now the movie has ended. Jenny's been outside for like a solid two hours. Two hours. I would be out of there. Oh, I would have absolutely left. I would have been like, this is stupid. I would have gone home for sure. I probably would have been secretly a little bit happy because I didn't want to see the movie. And I also probably wanted to go home. Cause yep. Same. Big, big same. Be like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, darn. I missed the movie. Darn. I guess I can't see it. <laughs> Catch up with you guys tomorrow. And then I go home and watch Glee videos. <laughs> in my gown. <laughs> So we see Adele walking with Nikki and Greg and she tells as they're like walking out into like all the photographers, Adele suggests to Nikki that she should kiss Greg in front of them and like they're going to love it. And she does. And Jenny watches. Everyone loves it it. except Jenny. Obviously, Jenny is very sad. Uh Um, The manager and the agent are just so thrilled with their lives and with Adele and just our little scammer is really doing some amazing work. Yeah, they know the next issue of Starbeat is going to be like, Nikki is not a les girl. It's going to be like, JK. <laughs> JK, Nikki, not a les girl. And it's going to have a picture of her making out with Greg. And then like, like referred to as Tim in my notes throughout. And it'll have like a little arrow that says like man next to Greg. <laughs> so that people know they're not like confused. Like yep. not a les girl. Yeah. And then Adele is like, oh my God, they probably like made her kiss him. It's fine. Um, don't I worry. she asks like, Oh no, did you see that? Like, <laughs> Adele. <laughs> she is. Uh, if it was anyone other than Jenny, this would not be working, I feel right, like. Exactly. <laughs> Only works because it's Jenny. Yeah, because she's so wrapped up in her own ego that she yeah. doesn't notice that uh, mm-hmm. All About Eve. And she's obviously never seen All About Eve because this is the exact, exact everything. Line. The yeah. exact thing. Yeah. And honestly, All About Eve feels like a film that Jenny would have seen. It does. Should, I guess it wasn't yeah. in French. <laughs> I was pulling up for this next scene um, a screenshot I took. Um, I also took because screenshots. I feel, <laughs> so, so we're back at Army. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so they are opening the scene with a screenshot of our favorite website, our chart.com. Yes. The screenshot. Um, we see the only stock photo of lesbians that existed in 2008, yes. um, which is uh, two white lesbians, one in a teal bra, one in a pink bra. And uh, they are not kissing. They are sort of. They're like kind of smushed together. Yeah. Their mm-hmm. faces are kind of smushed, smushed together. They have long blonde hair. The headline of the item is for women only. And I will now be reading its content. Thank you. <laughs> I am excited to move my post from Gaspian to this column. As you can see from this gallery of images, I'm in good company and any of my faithful readers knows what I mean when I say it only makes sense that I put in my two cents. The long and short of it, we're here to connect. That's what our chart is for. So with all the attention other sites give to the unclad and the scantily clad, the bar has been set. Expectations 
are what the web is all about. And we are not here to disappoint, but to fulfill. Speaking of which, it looks like someone is getting a... Ooh, sword ends. Not sword yeah. ends. Um, we also, there's a blog roll on the left side. Um, the blogs on it are No Regrets Alive, Too Loose, that's a numeral two, Loose, um, Blind Faith, Long View, Narrow Focus, Francer's Parabies, I don't know what that says, <laughs> Sound, Sound Butch, <laughs> and Inside Scoop. And also there are some comments on the right from Conditioned Belly, Brigadoo, Lemur Yellow, Witch Hunt, and Calm Smasher. Calm Smasher. Yeah, but there's no E at the end. And it's like Smasher. Just mm, like, but, like but Calm Smasher's comment is nobody with a hint of skill needs a knife to open a clam. That's there, true. there you That's go. True. Oh, wait, I the, the post actually continues because they scroll. So yes. then we see the other image that was on the cover of every lesbian book that was published in the 2000s, uh-huh. which is the butt of the girl in the, yes. in the teal mm-hmm. butt grab. So expectations are the web is all about. And we are not here to disappoint, but to fulfill. Speaking of which, looks like somebody's getting a full feel at least butt picture. Of course, in the interest of journalistic, not to mention artistic <laughs> integrity, it is important to take a closer view of the action as long as they're in living color just waiting for views to be taken for the benefits of sheer exposure. That's what? it. What? And then there's a silhouette of Shane made from a promo image from season one, I think, or season that two. Was, that was everyone's fake. That's that was right. everyone's silhouette. <laughs> like before you upload a photo, new user Yeah, before thing. you upload a photo, yeah. you have the like, the, the Shane, Shane everyone has a Shane haircut. I like remember the, the press photo that they used to make that silhouette. And I don't uh-huh. like that that takes up space in my head. <laughs> what are the other things I could have learned in my life? that could have replaced that so many things i'm just that sounds like it was written by an algorithm like what human wrote that i'm gonna publish that on (laughs) autosale tomorrow i'm just gonna copy paste it honestly i think you should i think it's a great idea (laughs) yeah been like who recognizes this prose (laughs) (laughs) nobody i liked unclad or scantily clad I like journalistic and artistic integrity. <laughs> yeah. It's just like they should pick something. Like they, they do the weirdest things with dummy text. They had Max's transgender blog that was oh, like God. just weird stuff about male and female it gonads. Was very yeah. weird. So bizarre. <laughs> then when they had Jenny's short story in the New Yorker, they had two paragraphs about of the short story Russia? followed by a ton of things about Israel or and Russia. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> like they just pasted over one column of a New Yorker article and then left the rest intact. Oh my God. Like very confusing. Come on, ladies. What's happening? What are we doing? Lorem Ipsum is free. Lorem Ipsum is free. Yeah. <laughs> For all. And that option exists at all times. But if they yeah. didn't do that, we wouldn't have these wonderful things to freeze frame and screenshot 12 years later, Reese. You're right. Think about it. That's true. Anyway, this next little scene is a, a true uh, delight. Basically, the army is like pitching our chart to <laughs> the audience. This was like, like an episode of Shark Tank, right? Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, so it's, it's there is a there's a podcast where she interviews other lesbians about her sex life and her own talks about her own sex life. Um, and this is the chart of women who've had sex with one another. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, what? And same. <laughs> like, what? I just want someone to tell them that like not all queer people have made a website about who they've slept with and that uh-huh. many of us know what a podcast that's, is. And I just yeah, think that, I that's, have, but. that it's not fair. <laughs> These straight army men are getting 
a very skewed picture of what being a lesbian is. They don't, yeah, they're like, these are like the only lesbians picture. they've ever heard of. And now they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. lesbians all have websites yeah. of charts. I mean, I did make a website for a final project last year that had a chart on it, but. What was the chart? Um, it was places that I've cried in public in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much more useful. That's similar. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because then somebody needed a place to cry, they could look at it and be like, oh, this, Absolutely. this yeah. is a good they spot. They could be like, this will be the first time the barista has seen someone cry in this yeah, coffee like, right. This feels They're safe. used yeah. to it. They've seen me. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love it. Yeah. Anyway, someone said... It's not my chart, Colonel, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. Anyway, Davis saw the look. Yes. Davis saw the look, not the view, the look. Mm. And... She was like, wow, you are a self-identified lesbian. You have a lesbian website. You were on TV being a lesbian. And you are friends with people sometimes. Yeah, she's like, so you're a lesbian, Miss Piazaki? And I wanted her to be like, actually, no, I'm bisexual. I was really surprised she didn't. <laughs> and, and then just try to explain that to the, to the <laughs> army. That would have been great. I wanted that. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That would have been really great. This scene does go in a really wonderful direction, but that is not the direction it goes in. Unfortunately. Um, (laughs) And so Colonel Davis is like, do you know a lot of people in the military? Because like, how on earth did you meet Tasha? (laughs) And I was like, oh no, the only answer to that is being gay. Everyone knows that. She, as a gay person, was trying to set her up to say that the only reason she knows her is because of being gay. She should have been like, let me pull up the chart again. And as you can see, um, Poppy right here has slept with. See right here? This is Poppy. 4,000 women. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them, but Tasha is not. And Tasha's not on the chart. And then that would be the end. And she'd be like, I rest my case. And we'd be like, what? She did say Tasha's not on the chart. Yes, she did. Yeah. She also then mm-hmm. asks Alice straight up if she's ever had sex with Tasha. <laughs> and in- I love this and, like, style. Instead of Alice answering quickly she starts to just kind of look around and look confused <laughs> and I was first and like for a second I forgot what happened like I haven't seen this in so long so I like forgot what was about to happen and I was just like Alice what the fuck are you doing just say like, no <laughs> just, what the fuck are you doing and no. then she fucking flips the whole thing around you know what this whole thing this whole thing is a crock it's a freaking witch hunt I mean you're trying to say Tasha's a lesbian because of her association with me? With lame, trumped-up evidence? I'm sorry, but I could just as easily say that I think you're a lesbian, Colonel Davis, with the propensity to engage in homosexual conduct because of the way you looked at me in the hallway yesterday. That is enough, Miss Piazeki. If all I have to do is establish that you know a lesbian, one lesbian, and maybe you had lunch with her once, I bet there aren't a lot of women who wear that uniform who haven't eaten out with a lesbian in their time. I would like to request a recess at this time to allow Miss Piazeki to collect herself. Yes, we'll take a 15-minute recess. I'm okay. I mean, if you, uh, you want to keep... Bananas bullshit that would never is bananas, law and order, final scene. Yes. Yeah. Wild, insane right. bullshit. Loved every minute of it. It was yeah. wonderful. It was like in Legally Blonde when she's talking about getting a perm. Like it was... Yes. It's just perfect. And then all Colonel Davis can do is suggest they take a recess. <gasps> And I love Alice sort of stays there after everyone else is gone. It's like, I'm fine. <laughs> we keep going. Break. I don't need a break. I'm fine. I already had a banana. 
oh my god and then the next scene is like incredible and so like alice oh goes into like that little room and then davis just like fucking throws the door open and is just like kool-aid man right in there she's like <laughs> we're not fucking playing games alice and then basically um kind of comes out and is like basically you can't out me you're about to out me please don't ruin my career just tell tasha to like say the stuff she's supposed to say when i cross-examine her and she can be fine yep she can be an army she can be she can stay an army and i will like recommend that she is an army and alice is like huh what okay <laughs> but i love this coming around yeah for her you know yeah i because i did not approve of her at previous outing and now here she is that's true it's working this near outing was appropriate <laughs> it, yeah so i mean if it fucks with the military exactly okay right it. Exactly. So she like runs outside to find Tasha and tell her what the fuck just happened. Yeah. And it's super. She's she's afraid I'm going to out her, which by the way, I'm, I think she would. Yeah. Yeah. I think she, she knows what Alice is capable of because she saw her on television. Yeah. Uh, what army Colonel council (laughs) Davis is, she wouldn't say Davis checking out women in the locker room after punching a bag. I like when she said that she saw how Davis looked at her. Yep. Right. I was like, okay, Alice, can we, can we not have this be all about you? Like for one second. (laughs) Yeah. How do you even know that you're her type? What is her type? We should find out. I don't know. Have her on your little video podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Have her on your podcast. That's a video show. So finally, this is a big moment. A huge moment. Huge such a huge, good moment. This is a huge moment because we have been asking a question over and over again on this podcast, haven't we? Yes, we have. The question is, why the fuck is this beautiful, wonderful person in the goddamn military? Why? Why? We have not gotten an explanation from Tasha at any point last season or this season as to why she's in the military and why she cares about staying in the military. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and here we find out her family it's her family which is usually i think the answer <laughs> to these from the military questions. family feels a strong sense of duty to continue the family being a military family <laughs> so that's an answer i guess i don't buy it uh well that's what happens when you don't give a character a backstory when you write them into mm-hmm. a show and we enjoyed the scene and we enjoyed this episode and it was pretty awesome what's about to happen, but at the same time, there was very little substance behind any of it, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. She should have accidentally come out in that moment and been like, honestly, like I wanted to hang out with my dad because I was a lesbian. I wanted to do like <laughs> run around the mud things and uh, he was in the army. So like now I'm in the army too. That's a better backstory than my dad like, and my grandpa yeah. were in the military and I care about America. <laughs> <laughs> why I'm like that's a lie no one cares (laughs) so Colonel Davis questions her about what's the guy's name that you write down the guy's name does anyone know the guy's name the boy the the guy Davis questions her about the dude who like initially accused her of showing preferential treatment and like Tasha is saying all the right things that she's supposed to say like he wasn't qualified for the job I'm not showing preferential treatment aside from like preferring people who are qualified for a job, get the job. Mm-hmm. And then she completely goes and veers right off script 
into um, an absolutely incredible moment. <laughs> Do you agree that the military codes of conduct be strictly adhered to at all times? I always have. Until now. I'm sorry? One of the things that is asked of us when we go to the front lines is that we be prepared to be separated from the people that we love. And we ask it of them too. We ask them to go and let us fight for their freedom, maybe to never come home. And when we do come home, we feel blessed. It seems so wrong now to have my personal freedom denied to me within my own country. It seems wrong to watch the person that I love be interrogated like a criminal when she did nothing wrong. Person you love? To whom are you referring, Captain Williams? Alice Piazeki, Colonel. I was like Where cheering. I was like watching it. I was like, yeah. I was like applauding her, even so though good. I've seen it before and this yeah. is 12 years old. Yep. <laughs> Didn't matter. The person I love. Oh. Uh. 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 And they were like, wait a second. Who do you love? Because they were totally convinced by her testimony. <laughs> so convinced. Yeah. They were like, wait, who? Greg? <laughs> Greg from the movie? Greg from the movie? No, not Greg. Colonel Beach? Did you mean Beach? Captain Beach? Whatever yeah. his name is. And then her and Beach make out. And everyone's like, I'm wow, wow. Everyone's like, this is weird. No, instead, she basically kicks herself out of the army, runs yeah. outside to find Alice. She's like, Alice, I won. And Alice is like, cool. What? What? <laughs> That's great. What does that mean? And she's like, I told them I love you. And then everyone comes up in a very kind of like, well, we all tried. Kind of like the end of the game, you know, like good game. That kind of moment. Beach is like, you'll be missed. Goodbye. And Colonel Davis yeah. is like, you're not as noble yeah. as you think you are. But yeah, and Davis is like. Freedom, freedom is great, but sacrificing so that other Americans can be free is better. And I was like, that's a good point because Tasha's black and uh, therefore she also is sacrificing her life for people other than her to be free because she's not really. Um, anyway, yeah. so that was my thought about Davis' little speech. Super gaslighty. Like, uh -huh. yeah. Such a gaslighter to be like, you know, if you're as good of a lesbian as I am, I am. You just stay <laughs> right. closeted. And protect Absolutely. your country. Seriously. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. She's just trying to like ver like validate her own choices because yeah. she's like about to go home and do a marathon masturbating session to army porn. Yep. <laughs> in the fields, <laughs> holding each other in their arms as they die, and then like <laughs> she's like, I'm never ever gonna have sex or experience love ever in my whole life, and it's really lame yeah. that you are going to. And then they salute each other on that. Yeah. Yeah. You do salute each other. The lesbian salute. And then Alice and Tasha finally kiss. Ugh. It's wonderful. And all the men gawk. And then one random army lady walks by <laughs> yes! and gives them the double <laughs> thumbs yes! up. That was the best. She's that lady so giving the double thumbs up it. was the best part uh -huh. of the episode. That's yeah. one of my favorite screenshots I've ever taken in the history of this program. <laughs> it's right up there with, with the, like insane Sherry Jaffe being like, let's have a party. <laughs> like, was that girl like she was full she was like oh, i am God. in this episode for four seconds i am gonna fucking sell no this thumbs hearts, up only small yes. actors she killed i it. bet she improvised the double thumbs up so we'll tune back in next week for probably tasha and alice to have a fight <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. That's the episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's the episode. (laughs) We did it. We did it. Okay. What do we think? Do we like this episode? I think we do. Yes. I like this episode. Tell us why. It takes me on a journey, you know, for for a moment. I feel bad for Jenny, which is a new <laughs> experience. Tough. Yeah. Um, it starts out incredibly misogynistic, just dick, 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 dick. There's a dinner party. And then it ends on the floor. Right. And then it ends like a, the, the good episodes of Law and Order, like you said, where there's <laughs> yeah. just like a courtroom Bananas. scene and, and some running and kissing and... It's a good episode. Yeah. They, they yeah. fit a lot into this hour. They do. Yeah. They take us through a real journey with the movie. I mean, like a little bit of a journey with the movie, but we do spend some time on set. But then we go, we like go through an entire military trial and the conclusion of it in one yeah. episode, which I think was good. I don't know that we needed to see that play out over any longer than it did necessarily. Right. So I'm glad I they. I was grateful. Yeah, I was grateful it was just one episode. They wrapped it up. But it was good. And we got to see Tasha and Alice get back together, which was very so good. good. It was needed. Mm-hmm. And also, this is Mark's our third episode in a row in which nobody was mean to Max. Oh, my God. Yay. Didn't you also say and that this-, this was the third episode without Max? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, wasn't one of those? He was, he in-, was in one and they weren't <laughs> mean to him. He was briefly in it. And no one was mean to him. And then this is the second now in a row that he's not in it at all. So it's the third episode in a row where no one is mean to Max. Mean to Max. Yeah. So I think that it was good. um, And everyone was very pretty. um, Mm -hmm. Very pretty. There were some laughs. And uh, good luck for Molly and Shane with whatever happens there for them. I wish them all the best. Uh, I wish... I can't wait for Liquid Heat premiere. Is that what it was called? Because that's the name of a future episode. Yeah, the movie's called Liquid Heat. Because that's the name of, isn't that the name of the episode, the blackout episode? Yes, it is. Foreshadowing. I guess. Yeah. Or just somebody got confused about something. There are only so many L words. It's probably what it is. That's what we learn every week. Yeah, Yeah. That's an ongoing saga. Yeah. Yeah, so good for the the film is coming out. It's going to be a big hit. Looking forward to the cover of Stuff magazine. <laughs> looking forward to Jody's leftovers. Looking forward to whatever the fuck she's doing on the roof. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. What I wonder what career Tasha's going to pick next. I bet it'll be a good one. And I think that also um, Nikki. I hope she gets to wear what she wants to wear. You know, because she a woman should get to wear what she wants to wear on on her program. And we'll see what happens with the she bitches next time. <laughs> Ari, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for joining us. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. Um, Is there anything you would like to plug or perhaps tell everyone your social medias, etc.? Yes, you can follow me on social media, Twitter specifically, at A-L-A-R-A-E-M-O-N-T-S. That's A-L-A-R-A-E-M-O-N-T-S. Awesome. Awesome. 
Thank you so much for listening to To Ellen Back. You can find us on social media over on Instagram and Twitter. We are at To Ellen Back. You can also email us to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we have a hotline. You can give us a call, leave a message. It's 971-217-6130. We've also got merch, which you can find at store.autoshreddle.com. There's stickers, there's shirts, including a Bet Porter 2020 shirt which is pretty excellent. Our theme song is by B. Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And this podcast was produced, edited, and mixed by Lauren Klein. You can find me on social. I am at CarlyTron. Reese is at AutoWin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, Autostraddle.com, the reason we are all here today. Autostraddle.com. All right. And finally, it's time for our L words. This is the segment of the show where we end things by simultaneously shouting out a random L word. Usually these have little to no relevance to anything we just recapped. Okay, Reese, you ready? Okay. One, two, three. Lothari. Ari, what did you say? Lothario. Oh, Reese? That's like Shane. Yeah, Yeah. Shane. Like Shane. I said said liquid heat. Mm. Wow. Incredible. And I said Benajelani. Um, Benajelani is a WNBA player. She plays for the Atlanta Dream. Um, I, every se- every episode of season five, my L word has been in some way related to the WNBA. So mm-hmm. that was today's. Uh, by the time people are actually hearing this episode, she probably was na- She hopefully has been voted the league's most improved player. Um, just had an incredible breakout season and is is the front runner for that award. And I think by the time this airs, they probably will have announced it and she probably will have won it. So she's awesome. I'm proud of her. Most improved player is, I think, honestly, better than MVP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got most improved player in soccer once, and I was like, thanks, guys. I, I got that a lot in basketball. I <laughs> never wanted to play at the beginning of the season. And by the end, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll play. <laughs> by the end of the season, you were like, fine. Yeah. I'm and then the season shy, ended. <laughs> yeah. And then it was over. And you're like, oh, oh well. You know, like in the beginning, you didn't talk to anyone, so we forgot you were here, and then you did, and now we know you're here. And now every time you open your mouth, you say something terrible. So that's kind of like the the trade off, I guess. Thank you okay, all. Yeah, because I have to pee. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next Bad time. Way. Bye. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Love you. This is the way. It's the way.